welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to today's edition of Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Today we're going to be talking about Time's Up for President Biden. Impeachment or impeach or invoke the 25th Amendment? That is the question. Uh, In other words, there's no question that Biden has to go. And uh, every day he proves that more and more with more and more... um, things that he does and says that gets us closer to World War III. Nowadays, most people of both parties agree uh, that he has reached his sell-by date long ago. So we have to get him out of the White House before he gets us into World War III, and just we have to decide whether to impeach or invoke. Now, right now, of course, things are moving forward towards impeachment. Um, Today, my guest is Bradley Dean, He's a nationally syndicated radio show host of Sons of Liberty Radio and a weekly columnist for World Net Daily and over 35 others. So he's going to be we're going to deal with this topic. He's a very um, he's very uh, up on the Constitution. So in terms of talking about impeachment and how that goes down and all that, he will be able to help us sort this out. Now, um, let me just read to you the headlines that are going around today in America. This one is from the New York Post. It says Republicans set first Biden impeachment probe hearing for next week. So things are moving along. Um, The House Republicans will hold their first public hearing in the impeachment inquiry into President Biden on Thursday, September 28th. A spokesperson for the House Oversight Committee told the Post Tuesday the hearing would focus on constitutional and legal questions surrounding the president's involvement in corruption and abuse of public office. Ahead of the hearing, the panel led by Representative James Comer, a Republican from Kentucky, plans to subpoena the bank records of first son Hunter Biden and first brother James Biden, whose overseas business interests are at the center of the impeachment inquiry, announced by House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, Republican from California. Now, um, I I love Kevin McCarthy. (laughs) Um, We finally have someone in the Senate, I mean, in in Congress, he's in the House, obviously, but um, some, (laughs) finally we have a Republican or enough Republicans in Congress to do something about what's been going on. Um, Otherwise, there have been too many rhinos, Republicans in name only, who have been taking up the seats of Congress and letting things happen that are destroying America. Now, I think my guest would would agree with that. Now, um, I need to to, uh, say something before we start. (laughs) <laughs> to Bradley Dean, my guest. You know, I did not realize um, who you were. <laughs> that maybe, uh, maybe I'm just the only one under a rock. Okay, but uh, and I'm and I'm pride myself on being very much involved with what's happening in America, and particularly 
uh, as a Republican and so on. But I didn't put it to I didn't put things together that even though I, I wrote in the description that you are the host of Sons of Liberty. And then I, I went to look for a picture to put on this post, the description of the show. And I saw what you looked like. And I thought, what? Wait a minute. This, this is the person who's going to tell us about the Constitution and all of that. I, I'm sure you get that all the time. But I'm just uh, being transparent from where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. And um, there are some things that uh, that I know that you sometimes talk about that go a little further than I want. So maybe I should just, <laughs> excuse me, just mention that. Excuse me, just mentioned that up front. And that's uh, about homosexuality and abortion. So if we could not talk about that today, um, because I, even though I'm a staunch Republican, I am not in agreement with this whole abortion issue. Um, I think that women, you know, should be allowed to get abortions. But we let's not go there. I said I wasn't going to go there anyway. Um, so what I would like, however, before we talk about Biden, um, I, I, I'm very interested in how you Well, let me wait, wait, let me read the um, the um, the bio of you so that people will understand what I'm talking about in terms of you being a very controversial figure. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, Bradley Dean has spoken at thousands of events across the nation, including tea parties, churches, festivals, universities, and over 350 public high schools in 24 states. Bradley Dean is a nationally syndicated radio show host, as I said, at Sons of Liberty, Liberty Radio and a weekly columnist for WorldNet Daily, Western Journalism, and 35-plus other conservative media outlets. He is also the founder and CEO of the Sons of Liberty, a nonprofit organization that specializes in reaching Americans with the principles of morality, true freedom, and personal responsibility. I am all for that. He has been featured on national media outlets such as Fox, The Blaze, The New York Times, MSNBC, The Weekly Standard, and many other media outlets standing for our conservative Christian values found in the Bible and the Constitution. I'm all for all of that. So <laughs> tell us about how you became, who was little Bradley, D. I'm a psychiatrist. I want to know how someone, you know, what happened in your childhood <laughs> that turned you into who you are today? I, I'd be more than happy to do that. Well, I, I was a young man that was in the rock and roll scene. I moved 37 times. My dad was MIA. I was raised by a single household with my mom, who was a workaholic. Uh, and it was just me and my brother. And when I was on the road, I was I was the guy all by myself. Nobody talked me into it. Nobody can talk me out of it. I was the one that was asking the Lord to show himself who he was to me. In the process of doing that, I got pulled into a church going way fast forward. A youth pastor asked me the question, would you come up and give your testimony to Minnesota Teen Challenge? Uh, which is a rehab center for young teens, boys and girls across the country. We all know who they are. And I gave my testimony. And for the next three months, I listened to this guy talk about how he was going to go into high school assemblies and give a, a lyceum or an assembly program throughout the country. And I, and I listened to it for about three months, Dr. Carroll, and it was enough because I was straight out of the world. And I knew what those people really needed to know as to what I now knew. And so what we did is I just kind of separated my way and I was asked to do a high school assembly in 
uh, Minneapolis area, a suburb of Minneapolis. And in the process of doing that, I was asked to come back a second time. The first year I did one high school assembly. The second year I did three high school assemblies. And I've done about 365 public high schools from Minnesota all the way to Florida. And in the process of all of that, I just wanted to reach out to the younger generation that was being indoctrinated. And we all the well knew that they were being indoctrinated. And we wanted to get to them and being a part of the answer because we understood that they were being subjected to everything and protected from nothing. In the process of that, Dr. Carroll, I was then asked by Sandlin Communications to jump on the radio. Uh, we got pushed into that. I did not want to be on the radio. That is the whole uh, that's the whole issue I still have at times is I wasn't called to sit behind a microphone and just blurt out what we need to do as a country. I'm more of one of those guys that likes to be out there hands. I want to get dirty. I love being with the people, being with the people's the payday for me. And now I'm on 159 affiliates across the country, also broadcasting it into 53 countries. And mm -hmm. I have all of these other outlets again. And it just shows you the, the, the power of yielding yourself over to the living God. And that's my testimony. And that's who I am. And that's what I've been doing for the last 24 years across the country. Wow. Okay. Um, so are you, you sort of implied, I mean, were you involved in drugs and alcohol too before you found God? I wasn't, you know, what's interesting about that is, is I, I wasn't a drug addict. I wasn't a drunk. As a matter of fact, I didn't even really, I got coffee here, Dr. Carroll. I didn't even like the taste of it. Uh, I just like to whip the horse sometimes just to keep me moving a little bit quicker than I actually move in my own strength. So I wasn't, I, I was never a, a, an addictive personality like that with drugs or alcohol, never have. And there were certain drugs I was a mile and a half away from and I, I had nothing to do with them. And I thank God I had nothing to do with them. So, no, that wasn't me. I was just a lost soul uh, looking for a father that I never had, only to come to the realization that he was always there. Hmm. Okay, that makes sense. But so, like, did you get in trouble with the law and things like that? I was a fighter. I would get in a lot of fights uh, in the process of that. I suppose I got in trouble a couple times for it, yes. Um, and um, that was one of the things that the Lord really used me to schoolmaster me under the fact that everything was okay as to where I was rather than having to step out to be who I was not. Uh-huh. Okay. That's a good, <laughs> that's a, a good story that, um, that, you know, makes sense for why you're so passionate and all of that. Amen. Okay. <laughs> all right. I feel safer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, let's so let's talk about Joe Biden and what. Well, first of all, what got you into reading, studying the Constitution? Because I know, in terms of Joe Biden, you know, and in terms of impeachment, talking about impeachment, you cite certain parts of the Constitution as, I guess, being the gateway to impeaching him, right? Well, absolutely. I mean, and that's why we have provision. Our forefathers gave us that provision in Article 2, Section 4 for the smallest of violations. So, but going back to what you just asked me, I, I started digging into the Constitution because I seen that they were the two sciences that ran together. Uh, I ended up going out to Williamsburg. Uh, I ended up going to Jamestown and Yorktown, and I started seeing this pattern. It's like, wait a second. We have this separation between government and God, but yet every building that we see across the country has Moses and the Ten Commandments. And we started noticing that 
those that served we the people put their hand on the Bible swearing to uphold the enumerated laws found within the Constitution. So how do you separate the two? Well, you can't. And I think just seeing the, the degradation and the downfall of culture uh, from what we were seeing in high school assemblies and, and really noticing a lot of things that we never thought that we were going to have to deal with in a million years, Dr. Carroll, we had to deal with. So we better understand where we came from, because if we don't know where we came from, we don't know where we're going. So I started to study a lot of the forefathers in understanding the establishment of government on the ecclesiastical and canon law, which we found through enactment actors uh, over at Williamsburg. It was just second to none. If you've never been there, I strongly advise you, you take you and your family to go over there. It'll become one of your favorite places to go. It really will. Hmm. Well, okay. Um, so first of all, I guess let's start with a bigger question. What do you, I mean, it's, I would imagine that you agree that we should imp impeach Biden. Is that Absolutely. Absolutely. Remember back in 1988, I mean, we can go back on Joe Biden. It's one of the things that the American people have conditioned themselves to do is to watch those in the halls of government, those that are incumbent in the seats of representative limited power, really act out and do whatever they want to do. So it's not just Joe Biden that we're, that we're actually, you know, looking at right now that we can... Uh, bring a brush stroke across the boards because it, this covers so many different politicians that should in fact be impeached for the first offense, not the second, third, or 3,000 offenses that they've committed. Mm -hmm. um, but when you go back to 1988, let's just go back there. Uh, Biden was already called out and exposed for what? Plagiarism on the campaign trail. He lied and he lied again and he lied again and he lied again. So for me to go fast forward and to suggest that even now, I know that you're not asking me this, but to throw this in there to suggest that the American people actually voted Joe Biden in to the equivalent of 80 million people. I just have a real problem with that due to the fact that we've already found out that 11 million of his Twitter followers are completely fabricated. Mm -hmm. So to say that he should be impeached, that's an understatement. Uh, he should not only be impeached, Article 2, Section 4, but he should also be prosecuted after he's impeached and that tells us that we the people are to drop the hammer down upon the crimes that he's committed because they're not above the law they're to uphold the law and again that's where the american people have this backwards um and so when you look at that and you put that in the face of article 3 section 3 which defines treason we've seen this from this administration continuously uh, since the very inception of who a Joe Biden is. There's no truth in the man. And until the American people see it for what it is, this is going to continue on. And it's interesting how under his administration, the innocent have now become guilty regardless of what you do and everything they do, they're innocent and they can get away with it. That's the wrong message to send from a government in any country on the globe. Yes, I, I totally, totally agree. Um, but, you know, um it's, I mean, you said other politicians too. I mean, I am of the firm belief that, um, that really it's, I mean, I'm not the only one, but sometimes they say this and people seem shocked. Oh, really? You really think that? Um, it's Obama. Obama is the biggest, is the worst president and the biggest devil. And he is just pulling the strings of Biden. Now that doesn't take Biden off the hook, but um, and it's too late to impeach uh, <laughs> Obama, maybe. But um, but I mean, do you do you see that, too? 
Oh, Dr. Carroll, I can say if you go back to Obama, he's a prime example of what I'm talking about, even with what you see with Joe Biden. The apple doesn't fall too far from the wicked tree, per se, when it comes to uh, that of Barack Hussein Obama, because we've seen that, again, speaking of the Twitter accounts that were found with uh, Barack Hussein Obama was to the equivalent of 19 million fake followers, just so people get their hands across this uh this propaganda that's coming from the mainstream media, they're, they're propping themselves up. And it really reminds me of what Saul Alinsky said, cause the enemies, the good people in the country to believe that the minority is in the majority and the majority is in the minority. That's mm-hmm. what's happening here. But going back to Barack Obama, that's the individual that gave the American people the finger over 1,163 times in transgressing the U.S. Constitution. You didn't, you didn't hear, you didn't mishear me. That's 1,163 times. He how was, do you know, how do you know this number? Oh, because we have all the data on our website, sonsoflibertymedia.com, and we stay acute as to what's going on. Uh, by the way, on that website, we also have constitutional attorneys. We have uh, activists. We have people that are on the side of American law who have their feet premised in the word of God that are writing for the website as well. And we follow all that through and we continuously highlight their crimes to show the people their responsibility that they must answer the crimes in a righteous sense, because if not, they're going to do it again. And we can see what's taken place since Barack Hussein Obama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, um, we have three minutes to break probably now too. Um what would you like to add? I want to ask you about, I mean, we're, of course, we're going to go back to, um, well, let's go back to right now. I, I, I'm going to want to go back to Obama, but let's stick for right now for the two minutes um, on on Biden. Um, what do you what what do you think about the fact that next week already? Oh, well, already. It depends on how you look at it. It's been too long in the coming, but um, next week is going to be this hearing. Well, I'm I'm pleased. I'm pleased that they're finally responding to the transgressions. I mean, uh, Dr. Carroll, if you go back to our founding forefathers and you look at the Declaration of Independence within itself, three quarters of that document is what our forefathers wouldn't put up with concerning the crimes of the king across the pond that would not be ruled by God. As a matter of fact, they're uh, their, their slogan was resistance to tyranny is obedience to God. So I'm glad that the American people, their posterity, are beginning to learn the lessons and causing them to avail in the face of a Joe Biden. So I'm absolutely pleased about it. Yes, yes, me too. Me too. Um, do you want to talk about when we come back? Um, well, let's talk about, uh, we can, we have to take a break now, but when we come back, let's talk about some of these um things that they're going to be bringing up in terms of uh, his Hunter Biden and James Biden and the connection to Joe and all that, and why um, this is sort of an ultimate thing, even though he's had many transgressions, as you mentioned, that this is sort of the ultimate thing to to start impeaching him on. So um, when we come back, um, we will talk more about this. My guest again is Bradley Dean. And uh, stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? 
Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Birdie told me Voice America is on Twitter. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll free at 1 866 472 5788. Now back to the show. Here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. We're talking today about Time's Up for President Biden. Impeach or invoke the 25th Amendment? That's the only question. And my guest today, um, Bradley Dean, is helping us answer that. And you've heard what he thinks, and I agree with him that, well, I, I wait. I agree with him that it, we should impeach Biden, um, and uh, and it's you know all <laughs> long time we should have been doing that. But I also think that we we could also, um, and I've been calling for this for. Let me just preface this: um, when Biden was running for president from his basement, I was on tons of media warning people about the fact that he has what I called encroaching dementia. And I, you know, of course I, you know, I'm a Trumper, but but aside from that, uh, regardless of who would have been running against him, um, you know, I was trying to tell people, you don't want a president who has encroaching dementia. And yet he was voted in. And I think he was voted in, well, that's a whole other issue. And yes, I agree with you that it's, that, um, the the election was definitely is still definitely questionable. Of course, I could be put in jail for that, I guess, for questioning it. But in any case, um, but anybody who did actually vote for Biden wasn't really voting for him. They were voting against Trump because some people are intimidated by Trump. And I say it's because of um, BD, wait, BDS, <laughs> Trump's BDS that people are intimidated by him. People who are have low self-esteem or are, you know, weaklings are intimidated by him. And people who care about this country, um, you know, appreciate that. So anyhow, um, so, so, um, so I think that it's about time. So, oh, so I was warning people about his, his encroaching dementia, which of course now 
He has all the more. It has been encroaching, you know, every day since then. And we are in really um, deep trouble for lots of reasons. And so that's why I'm saying, so I've been calling for the 25th Amendment too, um, because I think that he does, he is not fit for office. The 25th Amendment allows Congress to remove a president who is not fit for office. So do you have a preference, impeachment or 25th Amendment? Well, I would say he obviously needs to be impeached. I mean, again, it, you can always tell a stick is crooked by laying a straight one next to it, right? So when you take the Constitution and you put it up against the deeds of this said president, um, he's acting in a foreign manner in so many different ways and through so many different facets that counter his whole purpose of being in the office in the first place. And he's not been given the right to do that. So he must be impeached. He must be prosecuted. And people must take him to task because without that, without bringing forth the understanding to those that represent we, the people in this country, that we're not going to put up with it, this is going to continue on, Dr. Carroll. Yes, yes. Um, do you have any thoughts about uh, 25th Amendment? Uh, well, no, I'm I'm just going through some of the things that you're talking about right now. I think to do everything and anything outside of what we should do in this particular case, and I'm talking about bringing judgment upon the heads of his crimes, uh, there's so many to name um, that, again, if we fail to do that, we're going to end up in the same exact scenario with someone else that's going to follow in close pursuit soon enough, and we don't want that. Okay, so it's more important, um, in your opinion, to get that on the record, to impeach him and get that on the record so that other people won't do the same thing. Absolutely. And again, let me take that. I know that we're talking about Biden right now, but once the American people understand that we, the people, read the preamble of the Constitution, it says that we, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, what are we supposed to do? or to establish judgment. And uh, that judgment, by the way, if you look at the Supreme Court, and you look under the uh, above the heads of the Supreme Court, uh, what do you see? You see Moses on the back, and what is it? He has the Ten Commandments, Exodus 20 there. And what does it say right under him? Justice guards our liberties. And justice is what the American people need to put a stop to what's going on on so many different levels in this country, for without it, we're going to destroy ourselves by tolerating the crimes of corruption in office. Yes, yes, I agree. Um, okay, so so let's talk about some of these crimes, like um, you know some of the some of the scandals related to the money that he's been getting, or I mean that you know that's the trick. They're going to need to be able to prove that Biden himself profited from the money that his son and his brother got. That that was just uh, giving it to his son and his brother were just. You know, that was just to try to keep it from looking like it was going to him. Yeah. But again, and then we come back to common sense because common sense is what I think we fail or we, we leave off so often when it comes to the crimes of politicians. But when you begin to judge them by the fruit that they produce, we don't need someone to tell us that's not the fruit that they produce. We see the apple hanging on the branch of the tree. I'm talking about his crimes. And for all of his crimes, not just some of his crimes, it's the same thing with uh, administration after administration. And for the life of me, Dr. Carroll, I don't understand why we uh, people in this country in any sense of the word should be soft judges because we see that soft judges produce hardened criminals. So I think that what we need to do is tag him for every crime that he's committed. 
Look what's going on right now. Let's look at January 6th for a moment. Or you can even go over to Michigan right now and you can see all of those individuals that were blamed for the plot to actually uh, kidnap uh, Gretchen Whitmer over there, they've all been acquitted. They were never guilty of the crime. But in this country, the government and the mainstream media is now setting the message and the narrative that you're guilty until proven innocent. And as I said earlier, what's happening with government, because the American people have allowed it, and I'm talking about corruption, uh, the message is, is we're always innocent, we're never guilty, and no matter what you throw on us, we're just going to go ahead and throw it off anyways. They're mm -hmm. not demigods, Dr. Carroll. They must be held accountable just like the rest of us. Is if, if you look at it for what it is, there's more responsibility laid on them, and there should be a higher judgment. And guess what? There is. Because we have to understand that they don't have a right to violate law. Their purpose is to restrain men from sin. Uh, their job is to condemn the wicked and justify the righteous and to maintain order. And in every area that we see government today, we see them function in a manner that is foreign to what I just got done highlighting. And we need to set the record straight for our posterity. Mm -hmm. Yes. So let's, but let's talk about some of these crimes. Like, I mean, what concerns me the most in terms of the money that the bribes and all that is that um, it seems like China is one of the people, one of the um, countries, well, <laughs> that the, the people representing China um, was were involved in giving money to Hunter or Joe or some, you know, or the brother or whatever, and also Ukraine. So, like, if you just think about, take one at a time, and I know there were other countries too. Um, if you look at uh, at China, um, Joe, any country that gave Joe money through Hunter, um, Joe is beholden to. In other words, he doesn't yep. want that exposed so um they have him by the short hairs so to speak whatever that means <laughs> um, and um and so he is he's compromised um he's not going to be acting in the best interest of america because he has to you know make them happy or else they're going to expose him same thing with ukraine now you know um ukraine burisma and all that um we could we're giving ukraine billions of dollars and um as much as i love zelensky because he's jewish <laughs> um, i really think that enough is enough and um the billions could be better served here but um but you know to, to think i mean if to think that th that might be happening, that Biden might be continuing getting us to agree to send them all these billions because he doesn't want to be exposed with Burisma and any other shady deals that went on with Ukraine is, is outrageous. Absolutely. Can I can I propose a question? Okay. What do you think is going to be the outcome of these hearings concerning his impeachment? I hope they're going to go through. I hope he's going to get impeached. I mean, you know, certainly with the media, uh, the mainstream media being pro-Biden um, and being, I mean, you know, if you look at January, what happened with January 6th, yep. uh, that could be a, I mean, that's so outrageous and so unfair. And, you know, we we could expect something similar to that, but I think that's why we have to all the more, you know, gather more strength to make sure the right thing happens here. 
what do you think is going to happen? Well, I I think a lot of this is charades. And if it really comes down to him being impeached, I think this is going to be a really good thing. But I think it's really going to come down to the force of the people saying, no, we're not going to tolerate this anymore. We're going to hold him accountable. If you remember right, a lot of what we're talking about right now with Biden, uh, Bill Clinton was actually impeached, but it never went through for the same exact things. That was hidden under the guise of Monica Lewinsky in adultery that Bill Clinton finally admitted to, by the way, after he lied to the public about it. And really what that whole thing was about was Chinagate. And for those that don't pull the curtain back, what happened then during that particular incumbency of Bill Clinton, what was it? Bill Clinton was selling military secrets, United States military secrets to the Chinese during that particular time. So we're seeing this reoccurring theme with China and Russia. And one has to ask the question, why is it taking 30 years to begin to talk about really seeing impeachment through when it comes to the likes of not just Bill Clinton, but also Joe Biden? So I hope, in fact, that's what does happen. But I believe the resolve is really going to be laid to the people's feet in this country. There's 329.5 million people in this country, Dr. Carroll, and we have the right, first of all, we have the law on our side and we must see this through because again, if not, they're gonna go ahead and they're gonna re-engage and they're gonna do it again on another day under another presidency and that's not what we want, nor can we afford it. Yes, Um, yes, absolutely. Yes, there has been that chain, <laughs> Clinton and Obama and Biden. Um, well, let's go. Let's go back to um, Obama for a bit because, uh, what do you think? I, I saw something, and, and by the way, I know I, I was kind of very, I wasn't very clear at the beginning, you know, when I was saying that oh, uh, I didn't know who Bradley Dean was because I'm under a rock, and. Um, and I'm not really under a rock. I don't know how I missed or or stuff. I don't know. I don't know. But the thing is, you're a very controversial figure. And I was reading some things about how you, you know, you somebody who um, you you do all these uh, auditoriums, you know, these for for kids and stuff, as you were saying at the beginning. And um, you, some people don't like what you say, even though you're really trying to get these kids to live in a much more moral way and so on. But yep. um, but and I came across something else. What what do you? Oh well. Okay, so um. But obviously, as people are already hearing, you make a lot of sense, and um, and so far you haven't <laughs> haven't burned down the radio studio. Um, but let's talk about Obama because I'll tell you what I, I you know I'm not going to make this like a guessing game. This one of the things I do is um, I'm the terrorist therapist, which means that after 9-11, because I was born and bred in New York City, um, although I was living in California by then, by 9-11, my heart is still in New York. And so when 9-11 happened, that made me decide, you know, what am I going to do for everybody? Because this is going to be the biggest threat that we all have to face. Of course, that's not counting our presidents. But, um, But anyhow, so... So, um, so I, I do the terrorist therapist podcast, and I've written two books on terrorism, and all that. So I'm I'm very much um, knowledgeable about what's going on in terrorism, and I say that just as a preamble to say that um, 
one of the things that uh, I mean, it's pretty one, when when history, if there are going to be history books in the future, I mean, right now, the history books are all um, in in inaccurate, they've been bastardized. Um, but assuming let's just say that history books can go on, and they're written the way the truth is. Um, future generations, Again, if things go back to the way America was, future generations are going to look at these things, these these this time period, and say, were these Americans crazy? They um, elected a president named Barack Hussein Obama at the same time that we're dealing with Osama bin Laden. Not that any, it's all in a name, but like, hello, folks. Um, I believe that that um, Obama even though he converted to Christianity, that at heart, um, because he went to madrasas and so on as a child, that that is still in him and that is, are his real, those are his real feelings. Um, and that is why he was so friendly to terrorists and so on. Yes, I know uh, Osama bin Laden was killed during his, his time, but it was just a progression. It just happened to be during his time. Anyway, um, so that is the scariest part. I mean, you know, of course, money and being beholden to these foreign enemies and so on is incredibly scary. But I think um, at least as scary is Obama's um, heart being with the terrorists. What do you think about all that? Well, again, I, I'm just going to go back to our forefathers because we were warned of all of this stuff, Dr. Carroll. But what did James Madison say? He said, if tyranny or oppression ever come into this country, he said it will come in the guise of fighting a foreign enemy. Now, I can give you a real long download just concerning what it is that we've seen in this country since September 11th. And it's alarming to say the least. I mean, after September 11th, they created something called the Department of Homeland Security. Uh, we see today that they're actually transporting illegals into this country, along with that of in San Diego and Arizona just over the weekend here, where the Border Patrol's actually bringing illegals in. And we're talking about African, or I'm sorry, Afghan descent. Uh, and the list goes on and on. And all these agencies that have been created since September 11th that are working against the American people, people really need to open their eyes and concerning what needs to take place in this country. And it falls to our feet once again. Perfect. We need to stop right here, but that's great because you'll talk about that when we come back. Uh, you're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. My guest is Bradley Dean. And uh, stay tuned because you're going to want to hear this. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. 
get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com. Tune into the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch, where we're talking today about how time is up for President Biden. He is way past his uh, sell-by date. And the question is, impeach or invoke the 25th Amendment? And my guest, Bradley Dean, has made a good point that we certainly should impeach whether we also um, use the 25th Amendment to get rid of him because he is not fit for office. As I said, I have diagnosed him. I've never met. Let me say this. I've never met President Biden. I have written uh, an op ed about him, inviting him to uh, take a cognitive test with me. So far, I'm still waiting for the phone to ring. But and and anyway, since since he was running, I have been talking about this, warning people about this. And his his dementia has been encroaching more and more ever since. So I think he is uh, it would be possible to use the 25th Amendment. But now let's get back to where Bradley was um, when we left off, which was uh, about to tell us about all the things that have gone wrong since 9-11. Oh, my goodness. I mean, this is just the tip of the iceberg, but I'll give you a quick download. Since September 11th, you've seen agency after agency that's been created. Now we see them being leveled at the American people. Uh, When you look at just in particular the Department of Homeland Security, uh, they actually have defined what a domestic terrorist is. There are 72 definitions. It's easy to find. It's online. It's not a theory. It's a fact. Uh, and we see that those 72 definitions of what a domestic terrorist is, is anybody that holds to the Constitution, the Word of God, and the list goes on with that which defines what Americans are. And now we see these agencies actually working against what they said that they were established for, or should I say, what we've been told that they've been established for. Uh, if we just simply go back and look at the four warnings that our forefathers gave us, Thomas, or not Thomas Jefferson, but James Madison, He's known as the father of the Constitution, and who would know better than our forefathers as to what a tyrant would look like due to the fact that that's what they threw off, read the Declaration of Independence. But he's the one that said, if tyranny or oppression ever come into this country, it will come in the guise of fighting a foreign enemy. And what have we been told since September 11, 2011? For 18 years, we were told that it was the Muslims that dropped the building And now 18 years going fast forward, now we're being demonized for calling them out for the responsibility of what the mainstream media told us concerning the 
uh, responsible party as to who dropped the two towers. Now we're the problem, and now we see Muslims all across the country that mean to conquer America, not to assimilate, make distinction there. Uh, what do we see? We see them infiltrating government positions throughout the country. Also keep in mind, James Madison also said, the means of defense against a foreign danger historically have become the instruments of tyranny back at home. But if we would just go back and look at the original definition of terrorism in Oxford's English Dictionary, guess what that defines out to be? Government by intimidation. And it's exactly where we're at today on so many different fronts. And that was under George W. Bush. And then hence, here comes Obama to only entertain the very people that we were told that were responsible for the terroristic acts on September 11, 2001. Say that last part again. Here comes Obama. What? Then we see Obama enter office and he begins to entertain. I'm saying something different, but the same thing. Uh, then we see Barack Hussein Obama begin to entertain the very enemies to America that we were told are responsible for yes. September 11th. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. So that's where we're at today. And, and, and it's so broad. And the, the uh, analogy that I was using, per se, or what's happening in America today is you're looking at how Homeland Security is now actually uh, bringing in foreigners that are coming into America illegally. They're busing them into America. This has been going on for years, by the way. And we just had another report over the weekend to Fox's credit uh, that Border Patrol is also busing them in in the thousands. There's video online right now where you can actually see this happening. So we're being overtaken right now incrementally. And we need to wake up to what's going on because this is not a foreign power doing the things that are happening to America today in any sense of the word. So, yes, it, it, it is shocking. So why do you think um, that Americans, especially in, I mean, even in California, of course, um, I'm in the Los Angeles area, uh, not that we don't have see the effect of that, but like if you were closer to um, closer to the Mexican border, you would see it more. But in any case, um, states like that, Texas, um, you know, um, and and so on, who are even, well, but then they're getting bust. So even New York City, I mean, look at New York City today. Um, it, it is just shocking. And so why do you think that people, Americans, aren't, you know, standing up and saying, this is enough. We No, you can't, you know, making chains, human chains to stop them. Well, I think there's a lot of censorship going on. In fact, I know that there is. Uh, not only is there censorship, there's illegal censorship taking place. By the way, uh, the whole purpose of the First Amendment of the Bill of Rights is our safe vouching, and it's the bulwark for our freedoms to keep us safe concerning our government. We don't see that anymore. We see, we call them useful idiots that are in the mainstream media now, and they're playing out the activists on the behalf of the corporations that are controlling the narrative on a global basis. There's no doubt in my mind there's a global initiative here. And if you look at the likes of uh, George Soros per, per se, just one for an example in particular here, he said that it's America that stands to impede the way of a global order here. And we see so many politicians today that are tearing down the Constitution in hopes of creating one just like themselves. And there's people out there such as ourselves 
that are going to stand in the face of what's going on. I don't I don't understand, Dr. Carroll, why people are standing down when they should be standing up as well. I believe that they think somehow or another or they've deceived themselves into believing that it has nothing to do with them when, in fact, it has everything to do with them. And we see this not just happening in America. We see this happening on a global basis right now. Yes, that's true. All the things that are happening, like in the Netherlands, where they're um, they're having the farmers, I don't know, um, right. shooting the, killing, take, wanting them to kill the pigs or something or other, um, all in the name of global warming, right, and saving the planet. But, I mean, that's the part, you know, I think part of it is with the pandemic that, um, and with the lockdowns, People got cowed, you know, um, and have lost some of this American uh, spirit from our forefathers and and um, are just kind of thinking we're going to be dying soon anyway. So, you know, <laughs> they're hopeless. And I, I say tie a knot and hang on. This isn't what we're made out of. We're not the kind of people we're not put. Matter of fact, Dr. Carroll, the world looks at America as the light of the world. That's a fact. There are countries all over the world praying for the American people to get back to their heritage. Yes. So we can be who we have been called to be by God. If we fail that test, and I say this to the American people that are watching even now, to whom much is given, much is required. We've been given a lot. And if we're really grateful for the sacrifice of the men and women that went before us and sacrificing themselves on the altar of freedom, shedding their blood to give us the freedoms that we have, we have to come to the realization that those that are destroying this country don't have the God-given right to do that. And if we're really grateful, we're going to stand up against it. And as I said earlier, Dr. Carroll, we have the law. And first and foremost, we have God on our side in these endeavors. So we must take uh, heed to what's going on in front of us. Because I believe at the end of the day, we can do this, but we better understand what's going on. And I believe that a lot of people don't understand the severity as to what's taking place right now in America. Yes, yes I agree. Um, do you think there is going to come a day when, when there's going to be another civil war? I believe that there's a lot of that being perpetuated right now. Um, a domestic insurrection. I believe it's being created by the mainstream media and corrupt politicians on a constant basis. Look what just happened there in New Mexico. So what we have, just for an example, we have governors of states, I'm in one of them, saying that illegals can come into America, mayors as well, come into America, we'll give them welfare dollars. So they're alluring them in with taxpayer dollars. The federal government stealing away our money and reallocating it by giving it to illegals to bring them into America and then saying, you can have a license, we don't need to vet you or anything. Right. Think about that. When you go to New Mexico, look what just happened. They're alluring in all these uh, illegals, namely the Mexican cartel. They're bringing their culture, they're bringing their violence with them. And what did the said governor of New Mexico do? Did she blame the illegals, the ones that she'd allured into her state, or did she blame the law-abiding gun owner? That's what Americans need to pay attention to. And, and if I can, that is the reason we have the Second Amendment for such times as we are in today. That was the whole reason our forefathers gave us the Second Amendment. You know, um, years ago, or once upon a time, um, I, I was a big, I mean, I still am a big anti-media violence activist. Um, but that used to include guns. Um, I used to talk about 
and I still think this it's wrong for kids to have like water guns and grow up on, but, but I used to be even kind of against guns in general until Obama became president. And then I realized, wait a second, this is why we have the Second Amendment. Right. If we have a president who does not have America's well-being at heart um, and we need to fight, you know, we, we can't have the government taking away our guns and not letting us fight against a tyranny. That's right. And it's interesting because it's the same government that the people allegedly elected to be put in office. The people didn't elect them to put them into office so that they can tear down and strip them of their God-given rights, namely the Second Amendment of the Bill of Rights. But what people need to take note of is those said elected representatives are sitting there uh, with a circle of armed security details doing their best to create legislation that undermines the Second Amendment of the Bill of Rights in hopes of defending them. That is not the purpose that they're there in any right. sense of the word. Right, right. They don't want us to have guns. They want to have all the guns. That's yeah, right. Absolutely. That's right. Can I well, add one thing to that? I, sure. I, I was raised in part in North Minneapolis. That would be the hood, okay? And I never had a gun my whole life. And just like you, Dr. Carroll, it's interesting, after I became aware as to what the government was up to, then and only then did I use enough common sense to go and arm myself. So I fell in the same lot as what you're talking about today. And it would be a real uh, uh, point of advice to give to the American people, those that are watching and listening even now, to go out and understand the purpose of why we have a Second Amendment in the first place. Yes, yes. It wasn't to wasn't to wasn't to rob liquor stores. <laughs> um, uh, okay, we have two minutes left. I want you to be able to give people information as to where they should go to find out more about you and more about uh, your radio show and so on. If I can say this, it was a conversation that me and Dr. Carroll had during the break. But people need to understand that ninety four percent says consensus that they don't trust the mainstream media. When they look at guys like me that are holding to the word of God and the Constitution, everything that our forefathers established, there's no wonder why they're attacking me. There's no wonder why they're demonizing me. And there's no wonder why they're continuously uh, trying to defame me in the light of other people because they don't want you to know the truth of the matter. So we have 94% of the people that say they don't believe the media. And then they meet a guy like me. And then they say, look what the media says about Bradley Dean. We got to understand that we're questioning the truth rather than the one that's telling the lie in those particular cases. Okay. So, but if you'd like to, we are on the radio six days a week, uh, two to three every day, Monday through Friday, Central Standard Time. And on Saturdays, we're on two to four. We're also ranked the number one and number two show on Genesis Communication Networks out of 65 different show hosts. And it's not because we're smarter than anybody. We're just actually bringing resolve to the issues that America faces today. And that's why so many people are taking uh, the time to tune in. So I appreciate your trust, Dr. Carol, in so many different ways. Well, you're very welcome. And let's give out the website, uh, Sons of Liberty, well, Sons of Liberty Radio.com and then Sons of Liberty Media.com. Is that that's where right. you Okay. That's right. Thank you so much. This was a delight. And um, yes, it's, it's, it's super important to be waking people up to these things. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Bradley Dean. And thank you all for listening. You've been listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. And I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. 
Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat.